Hey everyone, and welcome to the More Melanin Podcast. I'm Tish. And I'm Lydia. And we're so excited to have you join us today. Before we get started, we would love if you would give us a follow on whatever podcast system you're listening to us on, and also head over to our Instagram, The More Melanin Podcast, and follow us there for updates. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This episode of the More Melanin podcast is more like a check-in of how we are doing in this dumpster fire that is kind of going on all around us right now. Things feel pretty chaotic, and so we checked in with each other and kind of explored and hashed out how things are sitting with us and our interpretations of what's going on. And we started that off with a conversation about the invasion that's going on in Ukraine. This starts off like halfway into a sentence. Um, We had got excited about getting started um, before hitting that record button. So enjoy in europe this is like this is not not normal this happens in europe all the time it's just it's not documented really I didn't yes know that. yes <laughs> like this is like talking to tom about this he's like this is i don't know like this he's like remember the 100 year war in europe this happens all the time right like this this has been happening so now that he's like that's why it's he's like to me this is completely political this is totally political yeah, it is. because this happens all the time in europe europe is not not known for war <laughs> like this happens that's also true i think that for yeah. most people it's like like in recent memory it hasn't been this bad but it, like you know you're right there has been recent things that have, that have happened there i don't know people are just yeah at it like just acting like they're brand new i i just it's a little much for me i understand that this is different because like you said it's more political and there's also the nuclear component that people are worried about and i'm like kk cool understand nuclear war is different from regular war but i mean like considering the devastation that a lot of people are under anyways like it's not going to make a difference to a lot of the world right and i it's think not. that the other difference is that like for us there's you know on some level a more imminent threat because he made a more direct threat to the west which there's never really been war on our soil other than us fighting the Americans. Do you know what I mean? Like that's war right. to us. And that was like right. 200 years ago. So yeah. I think like that's what makes it maybe more for us. But like in general, like, yeah, I also turned down and was like, mm, it's just another war. It sucks. Yeah. It's terrible. You know, what's happening to people is horrible, but like the big deal that people are making of it, 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 it just feels insensitive to other plights that have gone on that haven't gotten this. See, and this is what's and this is what's difficult. And this is why I find it difficult to decipher through this and filter through this is because it almost feels like to a degree, I'm like it has to be very sensitive because it's like when people it's two twofold. Mm-hmm. It's like for one, when it's like, yeah, but this has been happening also around the world. It's like by saying that, are we diminishing what is happening to these Ukrainians who are being displaced? Mm-hmm. Right? Because at the same time, it's like Black Lives Matter. Okay, sure. But think about everybody else too that has been 
mm-hmm. misrepresented. Okay, yes, but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about black lives, right? And so that's mm-hmm. why I've just been as much, as disheartening as it is. I also am like, but the Ukrainians are literally being displaced. Absolutely. So let's talk about that right now, right? Absolutely. Like, yes, there is a complete difference between how people have been treating. I mean, Israel has been going through this from time. People like people have been displaced yeah. from Israel. Afghanistan Taliban took over. Afghanis are like in not control of their lives anymore. Yeah. And people didn't make a big deal about that. Yes, that that is 100% true. 100%. But I'm like when I I I think I don't know. It's 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 just the world as as you coined so perfectly is just a big dumpster fire that's yeah. that's what it is it's all around yeah. very like yeah. it's very sad but like at, at the same time like i think people really to your point need to understand that this is nothing new and how this looks like we have so much grief and plight with people let's just call it with people that don't look like us when they are being displaced because you don't generally see that on media. Even though this happens in Europe quite frequently, you don't see it on media. So therefore, once you see it on media and everyone's like, oh, it's so sad, Europeans are being displaced. Yes, this happens quite often, but think about all of our people in Afghanistan and Israel and Egypt and all of those other places Mm -hmm. that have been fleeing for their lives and media has not covered it like this, Mm -hmm. right? Like, let's just be fair. But at the same time, honestly, Lydia, to be honest with you, I don't expect anything else from the world. The world is not going to be fair. No. Right? It's not. At the end of the day, it's like, even with this whole like um, thing that's going on with like, Putin invading Ukraine, whatever. And people are like, oh, if Trump was still in power, this would have never been happening. Like 62% of voters feel like if he was still in power, this would not be happening. The amount of things on Instagram, to which again, like just stupid, but the amount of things on Instagram that people are like, oh, I bet you wish that Trump was back in power now. I would take Trump over anything now is like, okay. And when I think about that, I'm like, so would you rather have somebody who is in cahoots with a crazy person would you rather that person be in charge of you? Right. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that Biden is not any better, but I mean, when he was giving like his press conference and was like, we stand with the Iranian people. I was like, my friend, my friend, Ukrainian. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know. Lydia, I just... Uh, I just they're all problematic that's what they're it, all that, problematic like for me that's why I don't I don't choose a side I don't like no, get up in can't. arms over anybody because I'm like they're all problematic and at the end of the day you're not for black people I don't care I actually don't care and obviously like you know Jesus like I love Jesus and like we're supposed to love all people and whatever whatever but I'm like mm. <laughs> like on that level like I'm treating like everything the same like all of these crises are bad all of them need to be dealt with and we should be upset about all of these things. But I'm also like at the end of the day, no matter what crisis is happening, (laughs) you guys still find a way to be racist. (laughs) And that's just infuriating. But it's like at the same time, it's not surprising because it's It's in the DNA of the people. It's, it's, we haven't, we haven't really actually 
dealt with the issue we haven't no. we've exposed it a lot mm -hmm. i would say since from 2020 on this has been happening from well before i'm aware of that yeah. but in terms of globally online in your face yeah we've really exposed it but i think in exposing it it's agitated a lot of people it's yeah. made people that the, the racism being the norm and privilege and white supremacy being the norm has agitated people that now we're calling it out as wrong because it makes people uncomfortable oh, yeah. who have benefited from it for years and years and years mm -hmm. right so i'm like until as a people they recognize that we are all literally the same mm -hmm. and we all need to have the same rights as everybody else this is it so i'm like i can't even be disappointed i can't yeah. even be disappointed in no. you anymore i can't even be disappointed that you don't see me i can't yeah. be disappointed that you don't see how what your words are saying are problematic i can't because you generally just don't understand or you understand but you don't care yeah do you know what i mean so 100 I, I don't know like i'm just that's why i'm just like all right well i mean what it's like I throw my hands up because I'm like, it's the same thing all the time. And I think what's traumatic about it is as much as as happy as I am that this like racism and exposing it has been given the 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 attention that it needs to have. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I'm also realizing now every day going forward is also very traumatic. Mm right because we've exposed it now now it's out in the open but now it's like because it's out in the open well racism is even more blatant out in the open and it's very triggering and mm -hmm. every single day is very triggering mm -hmm. right so it's like as as much good has come from it it's also like okay well as we've always said before there are times where you just got to pull back from media and yeah. social media and everything and just reset because it's too much. It's literally too much. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm going to keep on fighting because that's what it is. We don't stop. But it's like literally too much. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That. I don't know. I hear that. It's overwhelming at times to realize how people really feel and how much people don't care and that it's actually <laughs> pervasive in every system on the planet like yes absolutely it's not unique to the west which is unfortunately what people like to project is that racism is just a problem that we experience here because of slavery and it's like um <laughs> i'd like to to direct you of uh, to your history books over here <laughs> Um, y'all have been complicit in this <laughs> the whole time. Um, right. yeah, so it's, but you're, you're right. It's 110% not surprising, um, that this is where we are and this is what we're still talking about, you know, post, post the events of, of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And like at, at times, like I'm just kind of like throw up my arms and like, I don't know. I don't know what else to do to make this a known thing, to make mm. this a seen thing. Like, I don't know. For me, I I think, not my breaking point, but my, um, my, my, the point where I felt like I just kind of threw up my hands was just the events that happened in the convoy, mm -hmm. you know? Cause I'm just like, if, if you don't see it here, if you don't see this here, Right. Like if you don't, if like yeah. you don't, you don't understand. And like even the, 
um, even the notion of fighting for your freedom. You know what I mean? <laughs> like even that notion where I'm just like, do you know what it's actually like to fight for your freedom? Because it doesn't involve bouncy castles and hot tubs. <laughs> like I'm just like throwing that out there. Yeah. And this is highly offensive to our veterans who literally fought for your freedom. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like this is highly offensive to people that actually lost their lives. Do you know what I mean? Like you're chilling in a hot tub. So don't talk mm. to me. Don't talk to me about what freedoms are. And that's, and that's another part of the whole privilege thing, right? Like you have the privilege to be able to quote unquote fight for your freedom in a hot tub. That's mm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's great. Right? So that's why I'm just like, you know what? Like every single day, Lydia, I lose more faith in humanity. <laughs> just like, listen, we're just, this is, this is too much. So all we can do is keep on fighting the good fight. But like, honestly, I'm tired. I am sick and tired. <laughs> I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's just so much going on and so much to pay attention to, which makes me think like, I feel like in some ways, like our everyday lives, like, I don't know. Sorry, let me think this through. I I think on some level it can be easier to focus on all the big things happening in the world and they kind mm-hmm. of distract from like just like working on like yourself and like right yeah, doing the good. inner work that you need to do. Like I, I have found myself like having to be like, yeah, okay, that's going on and it's terrible and like I'm gonna give this much energy to it. But I also need to like put energy into like being a better person myself. Like um being a better friend, being a better, you know, a daughter, being a better sister. Like I like those things are still important. Like I'm not a perfect person and like I think sometimes when things are breaking out in chaos around us, like mm-hmm. we gravitate towards like, you know, putting our energy into that but i'm like right if you're still a trash person like (laughs) (laughs) yes like it's still you know what i mean so like yeah i don't know i almost feel like these things are a distraction on some level and i'm not saying that they're not sad and we shouldn't do something but what i am saying is that like i think that for me i had to like kind of refocus and being like okay, how do I do my part just by, like, working on myself? Like, working right. on who I am. And so, like, right. I realized I hadn't journaled in a while, so, like, I got back into it. And, like, for me, whenever I journal, I'm reflecting. I'm, like, looking at parts of my life that, like, I need to, you know, shift and change and, you know, yeah, just that stuff. And so, like, I don't know. I think, like, my thing in this time is, like, don't don't forget about that. <laughs> don't forget yeah. about it. Yeah, no, I think you hit the nail on the head there completely. Um, Because I think about, yeah, like protecting your peace is a big thing. And Mm -hmm. self-care through all of this is still a really, really big thing. Like I'm going to be real transparent on, what was it, yesterday? No, Friday night. Friday night? Yeah, I think so, Friday night. I had a pretty big panic attack. Mm -hmm. Like really big panic attack. At the end of the night and... It was really friggin' scary. But then I thought about what have I been doing to really, the practices that I've been doing on a daily basis to keep myself in check have not been there because I've been so preoccupied with everything else that's going on in the world, right? And so I thank you so much for saying that because 
that's that's what it is it's it's important that in all of this we don't lose our peace because yeah. we can't keep on fighting the good fight if we are not okay right like if we're not uh working on ourselves and if we're not um you know doing our best to protect our mental state or even like keeping up on like that's why i think counseling is such a big deal right. keeping up on counseling and keeping up on like really bettering yourself and really like especially in these times because there's so much being thrown at us exactly. right like on a, a constant minute by minute basis there's always something new that's being put into our brains where we become we put ourselves on the back burner again right. because we're so focused on what's going on and so i think yeah you're absolutely right like we really need to take the time to really protect ourselves in this because it can be really detrimental, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's only so much like we can handle and take. And um, and I think that like whatever we're going through, it always comes out in some way. And like when we're not giving it the attention that it needs, like you said, it can it can come out in that way. It can be so visceral, right? right? And so right. Um, thank you for being transparent and sharing that piece. Um, so yeah, I think that, you know, this episode is really like a check-in of like, how are we doing in the dumpster fire and hopefully encouraging people to like, um, reflect and figure out like how they're doing in the right. dumpster fire as well. Like, as you know, Tish, I won't get into like super detail, but like February was a lot for me. There was a lot going on. Um, I was super emotional about stuff um reasonably so um and like it really dawned on me that like I've been saying for years that like you know I need to get into therapy and stuff I'm a mental health professional I think therapy is super important and yet like I'm not in it um and so like it, it really has dawned on me um just in this last month that it's something that like I really really need to like look into and, and get and like it's something I've always wanted but you know when you've had like a good experience of something and mm -hmm. you're worried about it never being quite like that experience again yep that's where I'm at with finding okay. <laughs> with finding a therapist like I, I haven't done therapy per se before but I've done counseling and like really enjoyed the experience and like my I'm gonna thing. stop you right there yeah can you explain for our listeners who yeah. don't know the difference but what, what the difference between therapy and counseling so it's to, to me I don't know if I have like a clinical definition or like a official definition but I'll just say what what it is to me I would say the difference is a counselor is more like a slightly more casual version of a therapist okay. um, and so you can get sometimes the same things that you would get out of therapy from from a counseling situation often so like what I do in my job is counseling and so like often it's really just like an education difference and so like okay my education was you know for a child and youth worker and so like I did courses in counseling um I my understanding is that like when you go to school to be a social worker which is usually social workers are also therapists um like the the education piece is different and so the tools that you have are different um 
And so that's usually where therapists are coming from. from right. It's like a so, psychotherapist. Exactly. So yeah. it's, 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 I would say it's more of a difference of, of education, like where that foundation is. And so, true, true, true. Um, so, you know, in the work that I do, I do counseling for the youth that I work with. Um, but when we find that they need a little bit more then our social worker will do therapy with them in, in a different way. And so like, okay. I might work with like the, like certain aspects of their, um, struggles and their mental health. And then the therapist will work on maybe if there's like, um, like trauma and like more intense stuff to, to work on, they would do that work. So I think like okay. that's, uh, more, more of the difference. Does that make sense? I hope that makes yes, sense. No, it makes total sense. It makes total sense. <laughs> Cause you're sense. right. It is like, it's it's not massive differences like some of the work that i have done the social workers that i've worked with have been like oh cool that's great that's what i would have done and so i'm like yeah great <laughs> we do very similar things so yeah i i have have realized like i can't keep holding back simply because it might not be perfect the first time and like take my own advice i always tell my clients you know um you might not find the first person like that works for you right away. And like, it's important to keep trying to find someone. Um, Cause you're not going to just like, you don't click with every person you meet. You're not going to click with every person you go to for counseling or therapy. And so I think it's important to um, just speaking from experience, mm -hmm. knowing yourself is a big component to knowing who you're going to work with. Mm. Um, so when I, I recently switched psychotherapist for myself because I wanted to go a different route. I wanted a female mm -hmm. um, and to work things, just different things through. And so I was very specific on what I wanted because I know I am very self-aware. <laughs> like I know I've been in therapy and long enough that I know what I need and I know what I need to work on. And so I was very much like, listen, I want a female. I want somebody who does this, this, and this. I want somebody who is Christian, who has not been tainted by the politics of the church. Mm. I want this, this, like, I knew exactly what I wanted. So that I'm like, I just want to get to the stuff that I need to work on and that's it. Yeah. Right. So I think it's important to really know what you want because it is it, this, like, as, as you were saying, this needs to be a good fit for you. Yeah right? Like this needs to work for you, right? Like you need somebody who you're going to be able to sit down with and completely open up to without holding back. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you don't need to be thinking about, oh, I wonder what they're going to think or what did they think about me here? But I wanted someone who had no idea who I was, no idea who my background was, knew nothing about me or my family. I just need to talk things through, right? So it's important to know what you want and to like, if if you are meeting with somebody who you're not clicking with, you don't have to stick it through. Exactly. Find somebody else. Yeah. Right? This is about you. <laughs> this is about doing what's right for right. you, right? Not to make somebody else feel good that you chose them. So. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yo, that's, you know what? I, like, I needed to hear that. That's like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's, that's how my brain works. <laughs> brains work yeah. right is it's like okay well i know you need to make money too and i know you're a good person and you're really trying yeah. your best so maybe we'll stick this through hell no listen you're a great person <laughs> but you and i don't work <laughs> so i wish you the best there are many people out there that need therapy i'm sure somebody will take my place <laughs> 
friends, this fine. is why I need Tish in my life. This is why. <laughs> because I don't think like that at all. I'm like, oh, well, like, let's just give it another shot. I'm super uncomfortable, <laughs> but, like, I'm just going to sacrifice my feeling. But that's, like, exactly the opposite of what yeah. it's supposed to be about. But, like, like, yeah, I definitely am, like, how are you feeling? <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> like, I would totally do that. Like, I, I definitely did that when I was in counseling. I was like, but how are you? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> not what we're here to do. And I'm like, but I care about you as a person. And they're like, that's fine. That's what we're here to do. And I'm like, See, but like, but that's just it, right? Is like, and that's Lydia, guys. Like, this is, and you, you know what? People that are listening, you probably have a friend like Lydia, who is like that as well. Who it's like they're they're coming so that they can better themselves, but somehow they turn it back to you, and then it becomes a counseling session for you. And she probably walks away feeling good about herself, but then she's like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> I didn't." I didn't actually talk about what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Honestly, like, I love, I, I've i loved being in therapy. It's, it's, it really helped me a lot with my anxiety to really figure out where it came from mm. and where, like, to pinpoint where it came from. Because I think that's an important step to understand why certain things are triggers for you, yeah. right? Like, for me a lot of my anxiety comes from the fear of being alone because as a child I was alone a lot mm. and I remember like now that I'm actually going through things it's crazy how like your brain can when it filters through things can like pick up different emotions that you felt as a child yeah. and bring you back to that moment and you're like holy crap I had no idea yeah. I had no idea that at that time when I saw this happened it so affected me so much and I'm still playing that out now in my adulthood mm, right yeah. like it's it's wild to me so yeah honestly guys like listen there's if anybody's looking for a great psychotherapist if you go to psychology today Okay. And um, type in whatever you're looking for. It'll give you a slew of psychotherapists that you can reach out to. That's how I found mine. And it's been wonderful. It's been absolutely wonderful. And they tell you what they specialize in. Okay. On their, on their page, you'll see their picture and all the things that they specialize in. So you're not, in that sense, wasting your time trying to see, like, are you going to be a right fit? Even if somebody specializes in something that you need help with, sometimes it still may not be the right fit. It may not be the right person, right? But Psychology Today, very, very good website. Thank you for the recommendation. I will be taking it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. That's really good. I want to get into one one more thing. Yes, let's. Um, cause I don't know. I I guess I'm just feeling open. Maybe it's a, the time of the month or whatever. I don't know. But, um... <laughs> it is for me. So let's you know, do it. I, I felt a little pang last night, and I'm like, oh, is that you? Is that you? Have you come to visit? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but something's going on with my hormones. Anyway, so. I think I told you last month that uh, I was waiting till after Valentine's Day to get back into the online game because yes, it was weird. Nothing's happened. Nothing okay. has happened. <laughs> okay. Wow. 
wow, the excitement just went from literally a thousand to like. Yeah, because I was like, she's gonna reveal two. something to me no. on air, no. and I'm gonna like lose it, but I can't <laughs> lose it the way that I want to lose it. So okay, go on. Um, but no, I I just wanted to bring up that I am back in the game. I have not seen anything worth my time. No, I shouldn't say anything. I should say anyone <laughs> worth my time. Okay. Yet. Yes. Um, Accurate. Uh, but I'm, I'm in there. I'm trying. I'm, I'm checking it more often. Um, cause I know I need to, but something interesting happened on Instagram and, uh, I don't think this will get back cause it's, it, this isn't my, uh, um, anyways. Uh, so someone messaged me on Instagram mm -hmm. and like, I get uh -huh. lots of like random requests or whatever. And this person's just like, Hey, hello, how are you? And I was like, okay, let me check your profile. I'm like, Oh, you're kind of cute. Okay. What is it? What is this? Your account's private. I like Google or he like had some YouTube link in his profile. So I, like went to YouTube to check him out. And I'm like, wait, this person is apparently this like kind of big on YouTube, like Nigerian personality. And I was like, oh, this is very interesting. And I go to Google and like, I find the same thing, but then I go back to his Instagram. I'm like, you only have 700 followers though. And I'm like, am I being catfished right now? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure this person's trying to catfish me. <laughs> Cause the pictures match between yeah. like, what I found on YouTube and what I found on Google. And um, the name matches everything. But I'm like, but why do you have so few followers if you're this big on YouTube? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. So either I'm being catfished or, like, something's actually happening. I don't yeah. know. But I said, hi, I'm well, thanks. How are you? Uh, of course. Then, but then they followed up with, how's your family? And I'm like, do I know? What? You? So I just, I'm like, I'm not um, That's weird to I me. I don't know how to respond to that. It's weird, right? I'm, like, yes. I thought it was just me. I just needed the confirmation. It's weird, right? So I just want to be like, do I know you? Like, yes, that's what, like, yes. Why are you? My family. My family. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Listen, okay, now that we're on this topic, okay, 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 did, have you watched the Tinder swindler yet? No, that's not really my jam. All right. I, I don't care if it's your jam or not. Ah! This, is for, this is for anybody that is on the dating world. Okay. Listen, watch Tinder swindler. Okay. And there's one other thing that I want to say. Girls, ladies, please don't be stupid. Okay. <laughs> Like, use the sense that the good Lord gave you, okay? Mm. Listen to me. This documentary about this guy, like, these women that fell into this trap, first of all, if any man, okay, if any man hits me up within a couple days, he's sending me flowers, he's a billionaire, okay, or a billionaire son, works in the diamond industry, and then a few days later, he's like, hey, can you send me money? Because I'm in trouble. I ain't sending nobody money. People ask me Thank money you. on Instagram all the time. Thank all you. All the time. And I'm okay? like, that's cute that you think I got some, but <laughs> I ain't got nothing for you. I ain't got nothing for my mama. So like. <laughs> like I just, I was watching this yesterday and I was so mad at these women. And like, I just, listen, I'm not going to stereotype anything. Like I'm, I'm going to. I already I'm know. not. It's okay. I'm not. I got you. I got you. I got you. I okay. Got you. All right. I didn't, I, didn't act, I don't actually need to say it. I love but you like, so much. But, but like, <laughs> what? Like, I just, 
I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the journey of some women out there. So ladies, for all of you ladies, not all of you ladies, <laughs> some of you ladies. Just the ones that. <laughs> just... <laughs> okay. Just what? Oh, I'm going to get myself in trouble. Just watch Tinder Swindler, okay? <laughs> That's it. Like, I'm not even concerned about Lydia at all. I, this this is not directed towards no. you whatsoever. It's for everybody else. <laughs> just, just, just like, watch not this documentary. Yet, girl. That's like, it. Thank you. That's thank it. you. That's it. That's it. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, I probably won't watch the documentary, but you know what I have been watching? Of course watching? you won't. Um, no, because no, I just won't. You don't need to. It's you not know for what? you. I saw a picture of him and I'm like, you're a creep. Why would I watch? Why yeah, would I watch not an for entire you. show about you? It's not for I you. I just, lots of people are talking about it though. Like one of the podcasts I listened to, they were talking about it and I'm like, I'm good. Um, but <laughs> I rediscovered a show that I love and yeah. you may know it. It's Married at First Sight and I'm falling okay, in love yeah. with the show all over again. I've been watching it obsessively. I started from the first season. I'm on season four now. And I just, I love this show. And I, I, I can't remember if I told you this or not, but I, I was chatting with a friend a few months ago and I told them that I would totally do this show and she was losing it. She's like, no way. There's like, you should not do that show, whatever, whatever. And I was like, I would totally do it. Like the concept in general. I'm like, I think it's so interesting and I get it conceptually that it can work. I just like I'm watching it. I'm like all the people that do this. I'm like y'all are idiots. Y'all like actually didn't have the right mentality to do this show. But I also yeah. like the more I watch it, the more I'm like I think you guys chose people that are gonna fail because it's better TV. Like I actually, <laughs> I'm just wondering if they genuinely chose people that would work because I'm like from like the jump every time. So it's three couples every time, and from the jump, there's only ever one couple that I'm like they're gonna make it, and the rest I'm like. Eh. You know what I mean? And so yeah. like, <laughs> you might I, be doing this for ratings, but. <laughs> I feel like then you would totally go on the show, then Love is Blind. You would totally do it. You but, would totally do it. So I actually haven't watched Love is Blind. How does it yeah. work? Um, so basically you need to watch it because I would love to talk about this. It is a very hot topic throughout like everyone, it, like it, my it coworkers is. and I. This is all we talk about. So, so all right. I will watch Love. Is, you need to Love watch it. In watch time for our next episode. And yes, we can please. Talk about it. Okay. Yes, please. Because right. so basically, the concept of this is you have I don't know if it's like fifteen women, fifteen men, but you are basically choosing the person that you love without seeing them. You're only talking to them, mm -hmm. right? So it's not, you're not supposed to necessarily ask what the person looks like. It's not about that. It's can this emotional connection that I'm making with you be enough that I'll want to marry you? Mm. Is that enough? So after, I don't know how many days it is, basically after you've made these different connections with different people, the men will propose to certain women, Oh, right? And after they propose, then there's the reveal. Then they get all dolled up and whatever, and they meet for the first time. After they meet, they get like whisked away to Mexico where now they're like, you know, for a week with each other seeing, are we actually compatible? Will this actually work? After they're in Mexico, then they go back to the real world. 
and they're living in an apartment together oh. and yeah they're living together and like meeting each other's families and so you now you're away from the honeymoon phase yeah. you're away from all the gushy feelings can it actually work and then three weeks later you get married but oh. when you're at the altar you can choose to either say yes or no it is oh, so very yes it's, it's very interesting it's very similar to yes. married at first sight okay yes, yes. it okay. is very very similar so i love it because the reason i love it so much is i watched the first season and like cameron and lauren who got married in the first season are like the cutest most beautiful couple ever okay, okay. it's wonderful but like because i watched the first season and you see the train wrecks that some of these people are like because when you're just talking to somebody when you're dating someone and you just start talking to them you're all cute you're making your voice sound like <laughs> and you're all cute and whatever right but then like the real you starts coming out so you can like i really feel like you can fool anybody for like the first few days, you yeah. can really fool them. And then, you know, you get whisked away to, you know, different place and yeah. you're like all in your feelings and whatever. But then like when you're back in the real world, like, is it like, what? Now here's the thing, flipping the switch, okay? There's another show coming up because I guess they can't do Love is Blind season three this quickly. So right. they have <laughs> these couples, I think it's like maybe five couples, or more that get together and this is the concept of the show lydia you as a couple okay are now introduced to other couples now you can choose to live with another person who is not you're not in a relationship with for three weeks to see if basically is the grass greener on the other side okay now i'm watching the concept of the show and i was like are you people stupid <laughs> like are you dumb? And this is honestly just, this is a ratings thing completely because I don't believe whatsoever that there is one person for everyone. I do not believe that. Mm -hmm. I believe that anybody could be with a multiple, multiple amount of different people. Mm -hmm. It's who you choose to love, right. right? So if you put somebody in a position where you're saying you can choose to be with somebody else for three weeks and see if you still want to be with your original partner mm -hmm. come the end of the three weeks. I feel like that's playing with fire. Honestly, I think it's very dumb. So I don't know what they expected out of the show. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm going to watch it because <laughs> I love I love watching Trainwreck. So I'm going to watch it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like I don't with know. a show like that, you only go on a show like that if you are ready to move on from your relationship. There's no yeah. other reason. Like, no, there's not. So I think that, you know, people who signed up for it are probably like, yeah, I want to see if something pops off because I'm not here for what I have anymore. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that is very interesting. Yes. Yeah, so our next episode, guys, we're going to be talking about Love is Blind. So if you haven't watched it yet, <laughs> I suggest you do yourself not a favor. But just go watch the show because it is quite entertaining. Um, and yeah, it would be I would love to hear your take on it, Lydia. So I'm excited to see what you I'm, think. I'm excited to give my take because, you know, I love giving my opinion. So, yes, I know that. I know you do. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's going to be it for us. Thanks for joining us. And we want to hear from you as well. Like, how are you doing 
um, in this crazy, crazy, crazy world that we live in? How are you dealing with the dumpster fire? Um, but also, <laughs> how are you reflecting and like still, you know, focusing on yourself? Have you kind of forgot about that or have we reminded you to get back on track? I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, we want to know. We want to hear from you. So hit us up, reach out, and uh, we're going to be back with some more talk about love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.